It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This is the EWN Podcast Network. Because you know it's all about that bread, about that bread, no trouble. It's all about that bread, about that bread, no trouble. It's all about that bread, about that bread, no trouble. It's all about that bread, about that bread. Welcome to the All About That Brand podcast with Grace Lanning. Grace is a certified personal branding strategist coaching business leaders on how to tell a compelling story about who they really are on and offline. Join me in welcoming Grace Lanny. Happy Friday. It's Grace Lanny, and you've landed on the All About That Brand podcast. Super excited to introduce you to Michael Robin. She's the president of Rock Sauce Studios here in Austin, Texas. Hello, Michael. Hi. I'm so glad that you're here today. Me too. We've been trying to do this for such a long time. I'm glad we're able to get it together. Yeah, me too. You know, you're such a maven in the community when it comes to communication and networking and social media, and you're so involved with South By. I'm thrilled that you took the time to to hop on this call today. Me too. Me too. I'm excited. So you're in a new role now with Rock Sauce, right? Yes, I am. I was announced as company president about six months ago. Um, made my way from marketing manager to marketing director to chief relationship officer to president. And um, I'm pretty happy with that transition and role. And I'm sure we'll talk about that as we get through this podcast. But I'd say things are, things are going really well. Wonderful. Well, you're six months in, so the seat probably feels a lot more comfortable than it did when you first told me that it was coming. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Wonderful. So as you well know, and, and you've got so much experience on this front, that's why I'm so excited that I'm getting a chance to chat with you today about this. But one of the first questions I ask my guests is, think back to when you were a, a, a tyke, when you were a little girl, like what was that first product, that first branded thing that you were like, oh my gosh, I gotta have it and I gotta have the stuff that goes with it? You know, for me, it was the, the Barbie doll uh, for multiple reasons, of course. You know, a lot of little girls probably answer with this question or think of this as, you know, the most um, desired product, you know, in their toy box. But uh, my mother is a seamstress and she would always be making clothes and dressing me and my sister up. And I wanted something to dress up. And it was very alluring to me that I could have a Barbie doll and not only dress her with the clothes that they provided, but I, I patched together her scrap um, materials um, and dr- made clothes for my Barbie. That's so awesome. I love it. You know, I have, I had the Barbie crush myself, but for me, it was all about the Chrissy doll. Chrissy had the, you know, the hair that came out of the top of her head and she could be really long hair or really short hair. And 
you know, that was, that was my, my dolly crush right there, much more than, than even Barbie, although Barbie pretty much went everywhere with me in the little, you know, plastic carrying case that opened <laughs> up into a closet, you know, they're so smart about that whole thing. I love it. They really were. They were pretty bright. Well, and if you, if you take, uh, you know, Barbie or Mattel, you take that as an example, as a perfect corporate branding example for a product, but we're talking about personal branding. So help me understand for you, when did that click in? When did you first really get the sense of, wow, personal branding is where it's at for me to differentiate? Right. So it, it really began, if I were to, to tell a story, it really began in college. I had a couple of friends that um, started developing a personal brand through blogging. I think this was back in 2004, 2005, um, when, you know, all of, all of that started to erupt, so to speak, and you could get sponsorships um, by blogging about certain products and, and things like that. And so I started to watch others develop their personal brand. That really wasn't where I was at in my personal life, but just a, a handful um, years later when I moved to Austin um, and had a, had a life-changing experience. I went through my first divorce. I, I established my own bakery for my home, the Cottage Law Pass here in Texas. And <laughs> That means that I could bake from home and and sell and distribute baked goods where I didn't have to go set up a commercial bakery, you know. Um, and so I set up my own um, my own bakery and had my then boyfriend, now husband, design my logo. And my logo was very much me. It's very cheeky. I make cupcakes. It's it's a very sassy logo. And started to really experiment with me associating with that brand as, as me on social media and with with all of my customers cool and was that fun it was really fun um you know i had a lot of fun with the the baking aspect of it so much so that it almost bled over into the reasons why i was hired at rocksoft because they saw me as a natural fit they were really personal um, brand and on Facebook, they wanted to be authentic and they wanted someone who just understood it organically. And so when I transitioned over to Rockstar, I was able to help them develop their brand identity um, while also just managing my own um, at the same time. Perfect. Perfect. So fast forward a few years, right? Uh, right. Not quite, not quite 20 little more than 10 fast forward a few years and now you're working with a powerful mobile application design development firm not just working with you're the president of and driving force right and there's still Michael Robin there's this this personal brand separate and distinct from Ross Haas right right absolutely and um you know, I've had to be really mindful of not letting it go too long without continuing to cultivate my my personal brand. Because, you know, while it's important 
as a company important to always be putting yourself out there. Your personal brand follows you wherever you go. Whether I'm going, you know, to a new workout class and I want to share with someone, oh, you can follow me on Instagram or, or Facebook, um, because a lot of what people know about you these days is on social media. So they know what you're doing, what you post, and that's all I know about you. I have to, if I, if I want to be known and want to cultivate it, I have to be active, you know, on the different networks that people can find me on. Well, and I think we're attached to it because you have such fabulous, you know, closet full of costumes better than most anybody I know. Oh, the whole family gets together. Yeah. You, you love to see movie premieres, right? You're a, you're a mom. You've got a, a little, little one at home and one that's, that's growing up and doing magical things, right? So all that goes into the melting pot of your personal brand. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, we have to be careful um, nowadays, especially to not always paint everything as, of course, I want to share all the great things that are going on, but I recently went through a really personal experience and I felt compelled to share on social media, like, hey, I'm going through a challenging time. This is what it's like. It's kind of lonely. It's kind of boring. I went through a surgery and I had to sit, sit, still and just recover for two weeks and I don't like to slow down and so I wanted to share some of the some of the sour that comes with the sweetness of life just be more authentic yeah I think you did a, a lovely job of that and uh, the other thing I noticed you know thankfully we're friends so I get a chance to to follow what you're talking about here and that is that your your friendships run super deep and they're also authentic because the moment you started to share what was challenging, you know, people had lots of things to say, not just encouragement, but also how can I help and where do I bring meals and how do I do this? And, you know, it's, it's part of what makes Austin fabulous, I think. Yeah, I totally agree. It's why I couldn't consider any other place to live. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny. I was in a, a meeting recently, and the room was full of people from, I would say, in their young 30s, probably the oldest was 70 or more. And there was a resounding commentary about how snotty the young people in Austin are, or even just people in Austin are. And I felt compelled to stand up and say, you know what, that might be your experience, but it isn't mine. And let me tell you why. And I think, you know, as with on social media or even out in a networking meeting, even though there's 35 people there, if, if you're looking for snotty, you're probably going to see it. Right. Don't you think? Whereas if you're looking for collaboration and support and help and you're authentic, you're probably going to get back authentic, supportful help. Exactly. It's, it's all about, and I know we have attended uh, a talk, you and I together, you only get what you um, put out there. So if I'm putting out negativity, I'm going to get it in return. If I'm putting out 
service or um, authenticity, I'm going to get that in return, right? Do you, do you remember that talk that we went to? It was at the UT club. I do very much so. <laughs> right. So I, I feel, I feel you on that. And, and that can also align to your personal brand, right? Whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, there are certain individuals that I just know uh, that individual is just a negative Nancy, like, because that's all I ever see uh, from that person. And, and that's hard too. You have to keep an eye on that. Yeah, you know, uh, it's funny you say the the UT club. Recently, I was in uh, another meeting that was all about women's leadership. You know, the room is filled with women from all sorts of different businesses. The questions were, how are we going to cultivate more women leaders? And the the moderators at the tables were men. And right. there was there was not one piece of action that I saw or that, you know, I've been making a little noise about it over here to say, you know, we had this conversation, like what's the output and what are we going to do about it? You're like, there's crickets, you know, you can make yeah. an observation of what's happening, but until you step in and take action. And that's really what I saw in, in your response to the, to the survey here that, Hey, it's time to give back. Right. And so it sounds like you're feeling that, that desire too. Yeah. Um, yeah, honestly, I had a, a couple of crucial conversations when I went to South by Southwest. And so if you do have the opportunity to follow me on, on Facebook, Twitter, or LinkedIn or um, Instagram, you see, you know, what I, what I do in South by Southwest, I, I notice my Christmas because I really meet so many awesome people and have so many real conversations with people from all over the world. It's fantastic. And this year when I was at South by Southwest, I hosted a dinner every night and I invited uh, strangers to have dinner with me. So every night I was at a table of either four or six people and it ended up that we we were having some interesting conversations, but the one that um, sticks out the most to me was a table of people I put together that, that all were involved in social good. And, you know, they turned to me and asked me, well, what are you doing? And I was like, well, I do this thing. You know, I, I really don't have a lot of time, but I, I bake for an org here in Austin called Bake-A-Wish. Um, and we, we pick up um, cake requests for birthdays and special events for the underserved. So I'm delivering to group homes, foster homes, um, sometimes I deliver to the Salvation Army or the Women's Shelter and things like that. But they, they looked at me and they said, okay, that's terrific. What's next? You know, and I went, you know, that's a great question because as I, as I'm growing and developing my company, I am getting more time to refocus on how I'm personally, you know, going to fill up my time, you know, I'm delegating and teaching all my my team leads how to delegate and that frees up my time. And so something I'm focusing on in this quarter is um, being um, inducted, I guess, as a volunteer at the cost of Travis County that serves foster children, because I was a foster child, you know, growing up and I was, um, I was in the system and I, I know that's not a delightful place to be. And so my 
authenticity really came out and I said, yeah, I need to find a foster care organization that, that I can give back to. And this, this one spoke really, really well to me. So, you know, I think that, you know, finding something that you're really passionate about and that you really care about and not just finding there's a problem, but if, if you really, really are compelled to and you want to fold it into who you are and what you're all about is helping solve that problem. We're going for a short break to hear from our sponsors. Don't go far. There's a special offer from All About That Brand in the next segment. Hi, I'm Donna Galassi, digital brand strategist for Blue Zenith Design and Strategy, and we're a proud sponsor of All About That Brand. Did you know that there are four areas that are critical to digital branding success? Branding foundation, marketing basics, designing for the future, and technology. My offer to you is our free digital branding blueprint available on the bluezenith.com website. The worksheet helps you assess your branding know-how in these four critical areas. To find the offer, go to bluezenith.com, B-L-U-E-Z-E-N-I-T-H.com, and you'll find the button to get the worksheet offer. At Blue Zenith, we believe that entrepreneurs deserve a powerful voice in the marketplace. We create big brands for the serious entrepreneur through web design and brand strategy. Did you know allaboutthatbrand.com has free videos and checklists to uplevel your personal brand? Head to allaboutthatbrand.com to sign up for the all-new masterclass, Online Reputation and How It Affects Your Personal Brand. I know you're excited to hear more from our guest. Let's get to it. Yeah, go back to Seth Godin and his uh, TED Talk on movements, right? With the story about a gentleman who was the dog catcher for San Francisco, and they were chartered with, you know, pulling strays off the street and killing them. And they didn't sit well with them, so they made a change and decided that they were going to enroll the community in creating San Francisco as a no-kill city. And in the face of their peers testifying against them that there was no way that they could do it, not only did they did it do uh-huh, not only did they make San Francisco a no-kill city, they also repeated it over and over again in the Carolinas and New York and you know many other locations. And now that that is its brand. You know, SPCA is all about saving critters' lives. It's not about killing the animals. And I think that's a powerful, expanded vision of of uh, what's possible. And you know, how did you find uh, this particular nonprofit, Casa of Travis County? So. Um... I am involved in this project. I'm the I'm the technology advisor for this project. Um, for it, the name keeps changing, but there's going to be a hackathon in June, and um, it is called Global Goals. Um, the the project that I'm involved in, and I'm working together with a group to create a directory of nonprofit organizations and what. Um, what global goal they are contributing to in hopes to link them with for-profit organizations or individuals who are trying to, you know, find the best ones for them to contribute to. So while we were building the directory, um, 
I had seen this one on, on the list. And I remember that back in last year, I did a superhero run for Travis County, um, cast of Travis County. And so I thought, you know, I need to look into this and need to see if there's anything else going on in Austin. And this one just really, um, basically the volunteers are advocates for the children or, um, you know, if a caseworker is not available, we're the ones who, who give them a ride to, you know, a destination or pick them up from a home or wherever they may be. Um, and this one just really spoke to me because I, I do remember just waiting and waiting and waiting uh, for, for a caseworker to help me out. And I know they're really, really busy. I mean, Travis County has an overflow of children in need. Um, and so that is, that is how I found it in kind of a roundabout way. I didn't really know what they did until I was, you know, investigating and working on this other social good project. So. Yeah, that's awesome. I just recently heard about uh, a project where they're tracking uh, donations into various causes and, and uh, combining inventories of those donations. So for instance, if you have, I don't know, a thousand water bottles sent to hurricane victims, but they don't know that those thousand water bottles are there, becomes very difficult to match the product with the people who need it. And um, it'll take me a hot minute to connect those dots, but I think in light of what you're doing in this project, I definitely wanna do that. And the uh, desire to give back, you know, my first step was to explore nonprofits, which really didn't speak to me. There, there's a, a symptomatic thing in nonprofits, which doesn't exist everywhere, but in the places that I was experiencing where they kept talking about the money they didn't have. And I'm, as an entrepreneur, I'm, I'm thinking about how to create the money that I need for solving this problem, right? Much, a, just a different mindset. And so as a result, I've decided to take on a women's organization and it's been, it's been almost two years of work to get it to a place where the leadership team is, is driving. So all of a sudden I feel myself in a place where, wow, I'm the managing director of this cool organization and it's on rails. So now I'm back in a creative zone, you know, what can I do next? And I was introduced to Rebuild Texas. Apparently, there are quite a few communities that are still devastated from the Gulf. Feelings out of me because every experience I've had has really carved me into who I am. Um, so I do think it's it's really important, specifically for me, just to be authentic when I think about my personal brand. You know, I share things about my kids and my husband and our business, and you know, in turn, that just shows people what I'm all about. I'm, I'm, I am a deep friendship maker and, and I really enjoy having connections and friends that I can consider, um, for business and for fun. You know, it's, it's not, um, I'm, I don't seek making friends with people just because they have something to offer me. There's no doubt about that. I mean, you're moving too fast to, 
<laughs> to even consider anything other than being authentic, right? I mean, you're you're moving full steam. You've got two kids at home. You've got a husband. You're running a business. You're now dipping into the nonprofit world. I mean, you're pretty full steam. I don't think I'd have it any other way. I don't know any other way. Yeah, it definitely makes for exciting and fulfilling life. It's just we have to remind ourselves to you know, you had a forced downtime there for a little bit. I sure did. I sure did. And that really gave me a lot of time to to think and reflect on what was the most important to me. And it really taught me that everything I've, I've done so far leading my team proved that I could be out of pocket for a week or two at a time. I don't always have to be dialed in, you know, as long as they're feeling supported and we continue with our traditions internally, you know, we have a really strong leadership mindset where we do check-ins and we do have one-on-ones and we, we get down to business very quickly, you know, so let's root out any problems that are going on because I really don't think that it's, um, it's good for a company, especially of our size with 25 employees, you know, to have any toxicity because that can quickly just become a cancer in a company that's so small. So we, we're really honest with each other and just open and talk about the issues, if any, you know, right away and try to solve them as best as we can. And so my, my team has been very well trained in that MO. So it was nice to step out, not feel like I had to check in every single day. So it can lend for opportunities for me to turn away for a day or so if needed and, and seek other opportunities that can not only just help me and my personal brand, but when people see me, they see all of my profiles, you know, President of Rockstar Studios. So they want to know, oh, what is that company that she's all about? So it, it's complimentary. Yeah, absolutely. That's when it really is working for each other. You know, I um, am reluctant to share business stuff on my personal feed. Today, I actually did something because uh, eWomen Network brought me to corporate to do a, a video for their Austin Facebook fan page. And so when that came out, you know, as much as I don't look to look at myself, it was an easy way for me to you know, throw a thumbs up to that organization for staying current with what's the best and brightest way to draw people. But, you know, also to message to my community what I'm up to, because I don't talk about it all the time there. You know, it's a, it's a over here conversation. So I appreciate, I appreciate that you are bringing up how they compliment and um, that's when I think your corporate and your personal brand are really working well together. Absolutely. So, so have you ever been in a situation, Michael, where you know there was maybe not so great feedback on one of your social channels and you had to manage that? Absolutely. Are you talking personal or are you talking business? Yeah. I mean, just in general, I mean, I have a little note here that um, you would love to talk about how social media can hurt or make our brand. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So on a personal side, um, 
I did actually receive some, I felt like was negative feedback from being so open about my recent surgery. So I, I had a hysterectomy and a lot of folks, it came as a surprise for them because I'm not close with everyone. You know, you have how many friends on Facebook. It's not like right, right. Something. I'm, I'm, I didn't share a countdown clock on Facebook or anything like that, but, um, but some folks were genuinely really concerned about me because I was being a little bit more vulnerable and open about the experience than I guess they were used to. And, um, at a certain point, I just felt like, you know what, I've got to stop because my grandmother is calling me every day. She's very concerned. Your social media posts don't look so good, honey. And I'm like, I'm okay. Like, you know, I just, don't want everyone to think it's all like roses and, and lollipops over here because I just had surgery like it's tough stuff um but at a certain point I felt like you know it's probably do better just to pause for a moment um and and I did you know just because it started to get a little irritating but you know that's that's on a personal note um and then you know since then I've been I've think I've been a little bit of a blend because I'm really trying to focus on authenticity and and trying not to to hide you know what what it is I'm about or what I'm thinking about um, and who I am and, and what I care about but on the business side um, you know it, it extends it extends even further um, we had an upset customer that um, you know you're gonna get negative reviews and I was I was told by uh, one of one of the members of a peer advisory group that I'm a part of that you know you're successful when you get negative <laughs> reviews on Yelp or um, or anywhere else and um, it it still kind of pings us every now and then you know we we managed the situation this was back in October. We've managed it as best as we can. We have happy customers that are more than happy to give us positive reviews. But every now and then, when we post something on social media, uh, the, the individual will make a comment um, about his experience with us on, on our Facebook wall or, or something like that, because he feels like what we're posting isn't authentic to his experience with us, which as a customer, I can understand uh, the need to react that way. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I feel like you just have to be careful that you're, you're painting a picture of what you want everyone to see, but also be mindful that everyone's going to interpret your story the way that they want to. And so that, that can be challenging. It's all about monitoring and making, you know, the decision that's best for you and your brand, whether it's personal or uh, a company uh, brand decision you're making. Yeah, I think you handled that super, super well. I mean, it doesn't go without our unrestful moments, right? But I think that ultimately, because there's so much traffic, people have already made their decision about Michael and they've already made their decision about rock sauce. And when one negative comment comes through, I, I think most people dismiss it because immediately following that, there's more good news. It kind of gets sandwiched amidst reality. I mean, if there were a hundred negative reviews, it'd be a different story, but you know, you have such a great reputation on both fronts. Yeah, well, thank you. I appreciate that. You bet. I love the Wonder Woman 
photo that you have on on Facebook. I imagine you have more pictures somewhere, but it's just the one that kind of hits me. And I just went over to your Facebook while we were talking. And this is the greatest quote that you posted here. It says, the road to success is always under construction by Lily Tomlin, who I just love. Right? Isn't she beautiful and amazing? Amazing, amazing, saucy, you know, just in her own way through comedy really said the way it was for her. Talk about authentic, huh? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I appreciate you being here today. Is there anything else that you really want to share with our audience? Um, I mean, really just the message I think has already come through organically, but um, if you're, if you're working on your personal brand or if you're rebranding or just taking a look at it, really decide who you want to be and share that story. I've had times where I, I felt like I was going to disappear because of certain things that were going on in my life. Having a baby, um, is a big thing. And while I was trying to grow my professional profile at that same time, I had a baby, you know, so how do you, how do you show, um, your story of, of both worlds, you know, and we have a, we have a great, uh, thought leadership publication company that works with us that said, Hey, let's map out some thought leadership pieces that will continue to get published while you're on maternity leave. So you don't feel like you're disappearing in a professional space and so that you can have time to enjoy getting to know your new baby and discovering the family dynamics. And that worked really well for me because I just had that fear. I'm going to have a baby. I'm going to disappear. Um, not that that happens in general. It was just an interesting fear that I had. So, you know, really discover where your vulnerabilities are. If you, if you do have feelings like that, if, you know, I'm not on enough, am I disappearing from the world or am I on too much? Am I becoming an annoyance? really try to find that balance and what kind of story you want to tell and it will come through you know um and just keep in mind that people see what they want to see and so sometimes if you post something that might seem alarming uh, don't be surprised if someone reaches out to you and says hey is everything okay or what can i help with um it just means they're really in tune with who you are and and your story yeah well said well said and and michael i know that people particularly those who might need some support with mobile application design and development might want to reach out to you as, you know, a key person at Rock Sauce. What's the best way for them to connect with you? Sure. You can connect with me just by emailing Michael, which is spelled how you would assume, M-I-C-H-A-E-L at rocksaucestudios.com. Yeah, that's awesome. And What's the best uh, social platform for them to hit you on? Um, if you want to get to know me personally, I would say Instagram. My Facebook is private. So Instagram is where I um, tell more of my personal story. And Twitter is for thought leadership messaging. So which, whichever platform you, you decide, um, hit me up with a follow and we can start a conversation. Wonderful. Well, you know, uh, Next year, you and I will probably have a different story to tell around nonprofits, do you think? I believe so. 
Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I look forward to touching base with you then. Have a fabulous weekend, and I look forward to connecting soon. Awesome. Sounds good. Thank All you. Right. Thanks, Michael. If you'd like to learn more about personal branding and get your All About That Brand Ignition Checklist, head to allaboutthatbrand.com to see what it takes to canvas your talent, share your value, and ignite your tribe. I'm Grace Lanny. You're listening to the All About That Brand podcast and have a fantastic because weekend. You know it's all about that brand, about that brand, no trouble. It's all about that brand, about that brand, no trouble. It's all about that brand, about that brand, no trouble. Are you a speaker who has an inspiring, that brand, insightful that message that will help women entrepreneurs grow their businesses? If the answer is yes, we invite you to become a pro member of the eWomen Speakers Network. We have over 500,000 women connected through 118 chapters spread across North America. We're looking for speakers to share their wisdom and breakthrough ideas. Go to eWomenNetwork.com and join our speakers network. The benefits for pro speakers are incredible. Go to eWomenNetwork.com. This is the EWN Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.